Good evening and welcome back to Hanley High School. My name is Tim Altork. You're listening to Playoff Baseball on the iSchool Sports Network. Here with Lon Hurst and Matt Knight getting ready for game number two between Hanley and Montevallo. The Hanley Tigers won the first game three to nothing behind a strong pitching effort by Jordan Whaley. And the, they will look for the two-game sweep of this series. Move on to round two in the AHSAA state playoffs in Class 4A. And they'll line up Will Hanley like this. They'll be the Hanley will be the visiting team in game number two. That's the rule for these series. The host team is the home team in game number one. They play the as the visiting team in game number two. And the Tigers will line up just like this. Basically the same batting order as game number one. Leading off center fielder Evan Cofield. Batting second left fielder, fielder Connor Bickers. Batting third, the first baseman Garrett Calhoun. Batting cleanup, the shortstop Ty Fetner. Batting fifth, the pitcher in this one, Brantley Richardson. Batting sixth, the DH, Jake Cottle. Batting seventh, the right fielder, Alan Exum. Batting eighth, playing third base, Jordan Whaley. And batting ninth, the second baseman, Hayden Daniel. Whaley and Richardson basically just switch, not basically, they do switch spots. Richardson pitching. Whaley at third. And that's how they'll line up defensively. And uh, Tim, I was talking to Coach Benefield, their head coach down there. Um, the kid on the mound is um, he's going to Huntington. And number seven that pitched in the first game is actually going to go to Huntington. Um, but uh, this kid, pretty good little pitcher, according to Hall, what Hall told me. So well, we'll see what he brings today. The right-hander, number 22, Cody Posey, is the pitcher for Montevallo. Posey. Played in the first game, and he was the third baseman for them. And he's ready to go against Evan Cofield. Fires a strike right through there, and it's 0-1. We're underway in game number two. It's the exact same swap for both teams. Yeah, pitcher for third baseman. That's right. Yep. The 0-1 pitch. Called strike outside corner. A generous outside corner, but Evan Cofield's behind in the count 0-2. You better reach out there and hit it. And the catcher does the right thing. It's all. Yeah, set up in that same spot outside of the left-handed hitter's batter's box, but that one stayed off the plate outside, and it's one and two. A lot more velocity from Posey than we saw in game number one. Breaking ball, dives off the plate, and it's two and two now to Cofield. Yeah, he's about 82, 83. And velocity was a problem for these Hanley hitters in that first game. Well, and that's in Hall and, and Glass and Craven all said it to me that we'd rather face somebody throwing with a little bit of speed and we had somebody slow. We can't hit slow and you know, three runs in the first game kind of proof that we didn't we didn't tear it up. Cofield now runs the count full. The three two pitches hit hard out to short on a hop, backhanded, and the throw across will be in time to get Cofield by a step, and that's out number one in the first. Good play by Karstensen out there at short. And talking about Montevallo's coach, he he played at Huntington as well and stayed on down there with their head coach, uh, and he was an assistant for six years at Huntington before moving to Montevallo. Connor Bickers, the batter for Hanley, takes high for ball one, Bickers. Didn't have a hit in the first game, but he reached on a fielder's choice in that two-run first inning and came around to score. 0 for 4 officially, so he's looking for his first hit of this doubleheader. Takes ball two. It's 2-0 and 0 to Bickers. 
the left fielder again in this one. Here's the 2-0 from Posey, way wide. Bounces all the way back to the backstop and back out onto the field, that hard cement backstop. Surprised the umpire didn't ask to take a look at that ball. Uh, I know if I'm pitching, it's got a good scuff on it. Somebody's getting something nasty here. The 3-0 is right through there for a called strike. It'll be 3-1 and one now to Bickers. Here is a 3-1 called strike outside corner. Bickers was on his way to first. He'll have to do a 180 and dig back in for a 3-2 pitch. If it's close, you better swing, Bubba. Yeah, we've seen it already. That outside corner is very generous. High fastball. He chased it, didn't get it. Strikeout for out number two. And Posey's got some tailing motion on that on that pitch. It's early tail. Uh, you know, it's it's tailing right outside of his hand versus a, a late uh, break back. But nonetheless, it is working back towards that outside corner. And Garrett Calhoun jumps on the first pitch, and he grounds it to short. Carsonson drops it. It'll be an error. And Calhoun reaches with two outs here in the first. Coach White up here, he knows about them errors. <laughs> more than he wants they don't to. Like they don't than, like them. More than he wants to know about them. <laughs> he said that's an opportunity for some motivational activities. <laughs> Such as running laps and foul poles. Ty Fettner now the bat. Shortstop for Hanley, cleanup hitter. Two outs and runner at first. Fettner <laughs> took high for ball one. It's 1-0. One oh. Posey delivers. Fettner swings and hits it in the air to center. Cottingham has a track on it and puts it away for out number three. And the air doesn't hurt Montevallo in the top of the first. We'll go to the bottom half of inning number one. In game number two, no score. Back after this. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other Welcome back, and just want to remind you of some public service announcements from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Win or lose, the name of the game is sportsmanship in AHSAA education, based high, education-based high school athletics. The lesson learned on the court and in the in the bleachers is good sports are winners no matter what the score. Support high school athletics with good sportsmanship. Gonna have Lon run some laps to try to get his reading down. <laughs> well, it didn't make sense to me where, <laughs> the, where that ended and where this began. There's no like, punctuation. In yeah. It. Well, but you see, there's a little line behind it. I was like, Education I, wanted, I wanted to pause, oh. but it needed to just run on through. That's right. No scores. We go to the bottom of the first inning. It'll be Cottingham, Gallagher, and Posey, the 
first three in the lineup for Montevallo. Cottingham uh, struck out looking and uh, reached on an error and had a 5-3 put out in game one. Brantley Richardson on the mound for the Hanley Tigers. First pitch from Richardson is low to Cottingham for ball one. As I mentioned in game one, he is going to Southern Union uh, in Wadley, play for Coach Everett. So we're going to pop straight up. Catcher gives it a look and has room and makes the catch. It has to be pretty much straight up. There's not a whole lot of foul territory here at Hanley, and he had room and made the catch for out number one. Nice job by Green of getting up, getting that mask off, and locating that. Wiley Green, the catcher, he's not in the batting lineup. He's being DH for, but he catches a fast strike from Richardson there against Gallagher. And it's 0-1. Swing and a miss. High fastball. Didn't get it. And Gallagher's quickly behind 0-2 against Richardson. Who works quickly. The fastball called strike outside corner. Three pitches, three strikes. And Richardson has his first strikeout of the afternoon, evening. What time is it? <laughs> 6.30. It's evening time. At least he didn't say morning. That's right. <laughs> I was, I've been working on the uh, the state championship game and uh, getting that video and stuff done. And Adam kept saying evening, and then <laughs> correct himself and say in a game that started at ten o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. So Posey bats, right-handed pitcher, left-handed hitter. He takes a strike. It's zero one. Takes another one. Richardson tried to go back out there and miss with it, and it's one and one now. You know, if I was Bickers in left field, I don't know that I'd be more than about 10 steps off of that left field line. I don't see Posey turning on one. Well, we talked about velocity with the two starting pitchers from Montevallo and Richardson, the harder thrower of the two starters for Hanley as well. But he's behind in the count two and one. Another swing and a miss there, and that'll even the count at two and two. Give you some numbers on Richardson. Five and one, the record. And he's pitched well of late. The ERA, 158 for the season. Swung on and hit down that left field line, and it is going to tail foul. Again, I wouldn't be but about 10 steps off that line in left field if I was him. Bickers had a long way to go out there, and fortunately it landed in foul territory. About three feet foul. Posey was trucking it around the bases. He's had a little trip to get back to the box. And it's two and two. And he did not get in a hurry getting back. The 2-2 pitch. Hit hard through the hole and into left field. Vickers scoops it up and gets it back to the infield after a two-out single by Posey. Good piece of hitting there. Not trying to do too much with it. Just pokes it through that 5-6 hole. And hit it. Hit it pretty hard. Yeah. And that'll bring up the first baseman, Brady Ball. With two outs and a runner at first. Swing and a miss. Didn't get the fastball, and it's 0-1. Richardson challenged him there. Just came right down Broadway with the fastball and said, hit this. And he I couldn't might, do it. 
I might do that two more times. The old one. Hit in the air and deep one. to left. Bickers is racing back. He's not going to get it. It's going to be out of here. Wow. A high fastball. That ball turned on. Got the meat of the bat on it and pounded it right out of here. Two to nothing is our score on the home run by Brady Ball. That pitch was up. Yeah. He just got around on it. Like I said, got the barrel on it. Let the let the speed of the pitch do some work for him. So two outs, the base is empty now. Two runs in. Richardson misses up and in. That one bounced off the umpire's face mask, knocked the mask off the umpire. He, he doesn't look too happy about that either. Green's going to go out and give the umpire a moment to collect himself here. I almost wonder if it, uh, it, he didn't cross up. Riley there. Yeah, that's a possibility too. They may have not been on the same page. But it's 1-0 to Wesley Burdett. The DH. Now he swings at the 1-0, pops it straight up again. Green might have another play here. He makes the call and the catch. So two pop-ups to the catcher. A strikeout, but in between all that, a two-run home run, and Hanley will bat in the second, trailing it two to nothing. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Top half of the second inning, Hanley will bat, trailing it two to nothing. A two-run home run by Montevallo first baseman Brady Ball. Has the Bulldogs out to a two-nothing lead here. Early on in game number two, Hanley a winner in game number one. Three to nothing was a score. But the hitting really wasn't there for Hanley in that game. The Tigers got two unearned runs in the first inning. Had a back to had back-to-back doubles in the second inning to get the third run. And then were quiet the rest of the game. So they're going to have to get these bats going against Posey. Now trailing it two to nothing. And Richardson, you know he wants to do that after giving up that home run. He wants to do something with the bat. He swings at the first pitch, hits one down the third baseline and off the glove of Gallagher into the corner. Richardson on his horse. He is going to make it to second easily. He's going to round second and hold up there with a double. A good start to the second for the Hanley Tigers. And Richardson doubles to lead things off. He got off the glove of Gallagher, but certainly not a 
routine play by any stretch. No. That's a double all the way for Richardson. And it'll bring up Jake Cottle, the designated hitter. Cottle 0 for 3 in the first game. He reached on an error his first time up. Ball over at first is Uh-oh. got a cramp going or something. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening over there for a second. <laughs> All that running from that home run, I guess he cramped up. Home run and I guess watching Brantley run by him too. I don't know. But uh, nevertheless, he's up, and we're ready to play. He shoot, and he gives the thumbs up to the dugout, so he's all right. And his daddy's one of the coaches over there. Now Jake Cottle will hit with a runner at second, nobody out. First pitch to Cottle. Hit hard in the hole and into left. Richardson's going to round third. They're going to wave him. There will not be a play at the plate. Cottle never stopped. He's going to go down to second. And just like that, it's two to one. Hanley answers right back with a quick run here in the second. Good piece hitting by Cottle. Get it through that five-six hole. Um, left fielder Johnson come up firing to home, but there was really no play there. At the time he was releasing the ball, um, Brantley went in five steps from home. Uh, but nonetheless, the throw allowed Cottle to advance to second. Yeah, and Thompson out there juggled the ball. By the time he grabbed it, he was not able to have any kind of a play like Lon said. Bunt has popped up to the pitcher. Cottle falls down. They're going to double him off. Tough break for Hanley. As Exum popped the bunt up, Posey fielded it. Cottle slamming on the brakes, bit the dirt halfway between second and third, and he had no chance to get back to second. And this, this field, this dirt is very loose, and you can't really slam the brakes on in it. So Jordan Whaley, the number eight hitter, comes to the plate now with two outs and nobody on and takes the ball. It's 1-0. Whaley takes outside for ball two. Whaley was the difference in the game, really, for Hanley in game number one. Seven innings, four hits allowed, seven strikeouts. He was in control throughout that game and held Montevallo in check and made those three early runs for Hanley stand up. Yes, pitched a great great game. A lot of first pitch strikes. Didn't work the count deep. He's ahead here, two and one against Posey. Takes low and outside for ball three. <laughs> There's some jawing going on <laughs> between the fans down there. The three-one up and away, ball four, and Whaley draws a two-out walk. There's one thing about it: Hanley has one of the most outspoken fans that's ever lived. And he let the Montevallo folks know that that pitch was low and outside. Just one? Just, he, he's number one. <laughs> There's plenty of them that'll let them know, I'm sure. 
Hayden Daniel, the batter. With two outs and a runner on, that one sails over his head all the way back to the backstop. Whaley will trot down to second on the wild pitch. I'd sure love for Hayden to get that bat down on that pitch. Daniel 0 for 2 in the first game. He did lay down a sacrifice bunt in the sixth inning of that game. Swung on and chopped towards short. Karstensen waits for the hop and boots it. That ball ate him up. And Daniel reaches on the air and the inning continues. Anytime you stop and let the ball come to you, it's gonna eat you up most of the time. He got on his heels, and you're right, Lon. He, 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 he should have caught that one bounce earlier. When you see a shortstop play that more aggressively is when you see him make the play. When they sit back like that, it almost always eats him up just like it did that time. So first and third now, back to the top of the order, and Evan Cofield. And in this soft dirt, the old fake the third, throw to first, didn't work. But in this soft dirt, too, if you've got a little spin on the ball, it's going to take a funny hop when it hits in that soft dirt. Daniel takes off. They fire back to the pitcher, trying to bait the runner from third. Whaley <laughs> wise to it. Posey throwing his hands up, kind of confused while the pit ball came back to him. <laughs> so second and third now. 1-0 to Cofield. Laid off. It skips away. Whaley's going to try to score. He is going to make it in time. And we got a tie game. Hayden Daniel advances to third on the play. Not that wild of a pitch. It sort of just skipped away up towards first. And Whaley with a good jump, aggressive all the way. And he made it. And it wasn't really that close. Just like that, we're tied up. And a runner at third, two ball count to Cofield. He swings and fouls it back. And it'll be two and one. Cofield had one of those doubles in that one run inning in the second in game number one. He yes. finished one for three. Stuck it down in that corner, left field corner, hard hit ball. And he's in a favorable count now, three and one, and has a chance to put Hanley in the lead. He can come up with a two-out hit. Takes outside corner, calls strike. Cofield has a smile about that call. Smile of disbelief, three and two now the count. Pitch, that one too far outside and low, and Cofield draws the walk. The inning continues for Hanley. Second walk of the inning for Posey. And Bickers will be the hitter with runners on the corners now with two outs. And expect Cofield to be on the move pretty early in this at bat. Long set, swung on and hit in the air, a mile high, left side. It's going to be Thompson over there, and now in foul territory. And he almost dropped it, but he's able to make the catch, and that will end the inning. But a good one for Hanley. They answer back with two runs of their own. 
And we will go to the bottom half of inning number two, all tied two to two. The all-new WM Grocery app for your smart device. The app is available in the App Store or Google Play. Download it today and save. You can view the weekly ad right on the app, make your shopping list, and earn points towards future store savings on the WM Grocery app. Also included are the deals of the week for even more savings. WM Grocery, locations in Wadawi, Roanoke, Heflin, and Piedmont. Make shopping easy with the all-new WM Grocery app from WM Grocery. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. Bottom half of inning number two. We got a new ball game. Two to two is our score. Montevallo scored two in the bottom of the first. Hanley answered with two in the top of the second. And that's where we stand as the six, seven, eight hitters will come up for the first time against Brantley Richardson. It'll be Holsenbeck, Thompson, and Karstensen. The hitters do up. Richardson, first pitch, grounded out to Daniel. High hop. He fields and flips to first. For out number one, one pitch, one out in the second. That's how you play it. You come on and get the ball. And he got that high hop. He didn't. You wait for that third hop. You get that in between hop. Daniel, good job charging that ball. And made it an easy play. So one down. And Thompson, the left fielder, takes low for ball one. This is Thompson's first at bat in the series. He didn't play in game number one. Chokes up on the bat. Swings and fouls it over our heads. Straight back to even the count at one and one. Makes me smile to see all these people here supporting these young men today. Both sides. Yeah, it's a full house. And it's really filled in as the day has gone on, as you might expect. Folks getting off work, coming out to the ballpark to watch some playoff baseball. Coach White gave his girls a day off and told them to come watch the boys play and support them. They got some of them working down there in the concession stand, too. I know it. Put them to work. Jerry's happy. (laughs) That's right. Three and one now, the count to Thompson. Richardson delivers, chased a high one there. Thompson did, and his full count now, three and two. And Green got just enough glove on that one to save the umpire <laughs> from another face mask shot. <laughs> Full count. Chop foul. And I can tell you from being back there, umpire, even if it's not intentional, it still makes you a little bit mad when that happens. Yeah, it's like you ever had your kid hit you in the face by accident, you still get hit in the face, you know? (laughs) You still don't like it, even though it's your kid. Fly ball to right. And Exum is out there, and he makes the catch. Can of corn. Out number two in the second. And that'll bring up the shortstop, Karstensen. Who 
has had some misadventures already in this one. Out at short. That contributed to that two-run inning for Hanley. First pitch is swung on, fouled off down the first baseline. Oh, and one to Karstensen. Pitch, breaking ball, sharp one. Called strike, it froze Karstensen. And it's 0-2. Hard quick break right there. Karstensen, one for three with a stolen base in the first game. He hits one pretty hard to center, but Cofield is there and makes the catch for out number three, a 1-2-3 second inning. And Hanley will come to bat in the third, all tied 2-2. Two two. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations, and durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department, where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village lane with Dowie, Alabama. Husqvarna's end of season clearance sale is on and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Wedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. Two to two our score as we go to the third inning. Hanley will send the heart of the order up there against Posey. It'll be the three, four, five spots. Calhoun, Fetner, and Richardson. See if they can break this two-two tie. Calhoun reached on an error his first time up. Had two hits in the first game. Swung on to hit hard, up short and pass. Karstensen into center field, a diving attempt, but that's a base hit all the way for Calhoun. And he stays hot. Came into the game hitting 389, leads the team with 28 RBIs. Calhoun has really turned into a very good hitter as the season has progressed, and he showed it right there, jumped on the first pitch and a leadoff single. And Ty Fetner will be the batter. Pitch dives off the plate outside, 1-0 to Fetner. Who flied out to center his first time up. Calhoun gets his lead from first. They draw throw, he throws over. Calhoun dives back. And we've already seen through the first two innings and one batters more hard hit balls in this game against Posey by these Hanley hitters. There's a dribbler up third. They're going to try for two. The throw to second. The turn will not be made. As Fetner reaches on the fielder's choice. Calhoun erased. 5-4 on the putout. So Fetner at first now with one out. And Brantley Richardson the hitter. It was his leadoff double an inning ago that started that two-run rally. 
Richardson one for one with the stick in this one. Takes low for ball one. And and Woodland won game one, 16 to nothing over Haneyville. Up in game two, three to nothing in the second. Woodland well on its way to advancing. And good for the Bobcats. First time in the playoffs in almost 10 years. It's been nine years since they've made the playoffs. It looks like they'll get to round two. Pitch to Richardson, low and away. It's 2-0. and oh. But they've got a treat waiting for them in round two. Sweetwater, the number four team in class 1A. Grounded foul, just foul down the third baseline. Richardson tried to go back to the well down that third baseline for extra bases, but that one just foul past the bag. And it's 2-2. Two and two. Low and away. That'll run the count full. With one out, Fettner at first, a full count. See if they send the runner here. 3-2 pitch, he is going. Called strike three, they throw down and they will not get him. So Fettner steals it. It was 3-1, excuse me, so. I thought it was 3-2. I beg your pardon. So now it is 3-2. As the pitch was a called strike, Fettner steals the base. He's at second and another grounder foul up third. Good play by third base coach down there. And the winner of this one will go on and play. In the Jack, uh, this series will play Jackson or, or Strong. Strong being the number eight team in the state in 4A. Pitch high and tight on Richardson. He takes it for ball four. Been trying to find a score on that. But Strong actually the runner-up team in that in that area. They're on the road today at Jackson. If I'm not mistaken. Yes. Pitch bounces away from the catcher. The runners will move up. As Holsenbeck had trouble tracking it down, he hasn't gotten the hang of this backstop here at Hanley. He was chasing the ball around that time, and time he got to it, runners have moved up 90 feet. So Fetner at third, Richardson at second, one out, and Cottle in a 1-0 count. Swings and fouls it down the third baseline. Pass Coach Craven. And that'll even the count at one and one. Hanley looking to break this tie. Pitch bounces low and away. Good stop by Olsen back that time. So uh, was it Dale County that was the, the number one over there? The, yeah, they won that area. Low and away again. And it's a 3-1 count to Cottle. Three-one pitch. 
He takes it, and that's ball four, back-to-back walks, and the bases are loaded. Hanley in business here in the third. And Allen Exum will be the hitter. He's got a little shot at redemption here. Exum was the one that popped up the bunt the last time he came up, and that turned into a double play. But he's got the bases loaded with one out and a chance to drive home a go-ahead run here in the third. Pitch from Posey. Exum swings, tips it into the mitt, and it's 0-1. Popped out of play, and it's 0-2. My son Eli quickly going to retrieve that foul ball. Go 2 hit in the air on the line at center. That's going to get down for a base hit. Two runs are going to score. They're going to hold Cottle at second, and Hanley leads it 4-2. to two. Exum does come through, a clutch, two-run single. Good piece of hitting there. Good job of getting those runners in scoring position home. So Fetner and Richardson come home. Hanley leads it four to two and still only one out in the inning. Runners at first and second now for Jordan Whaley. Wings threw it, had a big cut. He was out in front. And it's 0-1 to Whaley, who walked and came around to score his first time up. Swung on, popped up, foul territory. That's going to get into the seats or behind them. And it's an 0-2 count to Whaley. Good pitch sequence there from Posey. Start him off with a changeup and then come back and bust that fastball in. Jordan just had to fight it off. But you're right, Hanley's hit a lot more hard balls in this game. Time's called by Whaley just as Posey was into his delivery. And you know as well as I do, what do you do if you're a pitcher there? You go on and throw it. Go on and throw it. Do not hurt yourself. Now the 0-2, swing and a miss. And Whaley goes down swinging for out number two. I don't know. I don't know what pitch that was. It wasn't the fa- if it was a fastball, he had a, he had something taken off of it. Yeah, it was a little off speed. Had some movement on it. It was up. And Whaley couldn't time it up. So Hayden Daniel will be the hitter. Try to add to this two-run inning with two outs and runners at first and second. Cottle at second, Exum at first. Daniel calls strike right through there. If I'm him, there's no way I don't try to hit this between first and second. He's got an ocean to hit it into right there. Yeah, Odin playing right behind the bag. He'll probably move a little towards first on the pitch, but still, that pitch. (laughs) Second time today. 
Hit the knob of the bat. Hayden Daniels had that <laughs> happen. That's right. He tried to sell it the first uh, happened in the first game. He tried to go down to first like it had hit him. But it's a foul ball, and it's 0-2 to Daniel. He reached on an error his last time around. He takes one off his shoulder that time. That one got it. No doubt about it. That was not the bat. And the bases are loaded once again. Back to the top of the lineup with Evan Cofield at the plate. Chance to do some two-out damage for here for him. Good speed out there on the backs. Cofield takes outside for ball one. That's in that area where it's been called a strike here in the early going, but on him. Posey, <laughs> that's right. Posey didn't get to call that time. And it's one and oh. Hit hard down third. Good diving play at third. He'll slap the bag with his glove. Gallagher saves a couple of runs with a diving play, but it's still a good inning for Hanley in inning number three. They push two across and take the lead, and we will go to the bottom half of the third. Hanley leading at four to two. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Welcome back to the Bottom of the third inning here, Hanley leading four to two, and another public service announcement from our Alabama High School Athletic Association. And in accordance with AHSAA policy, live video streaming of AHSAA events is expressly prohibited without prior written consent from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Under no circumstances may parents or fans live video stream an AHSAA event. Violators will be removed from the stadium if it is found out that you're doing it. Of course, if you're listening to us, you're probably not here, so you won't live stream it because you're not able to. That's for future reference. <laughs> but we have to read them, and we need to, <laughs> it needs to be known. And with that, you need the permission of iSchool Sports Network and the Hanley High School Athletic Department as well if you want to do any production of an event. So here we go with the bottom of the third. 9-1-2 in the order due up. Odin will lead things off. Get his first look at Richardson. He takes low for ball one. Odin, the second baseman. 0 for 3 with a couple of flyouts and a strikeout in game number one. The lefty swings through it. And it's 1-1. One and one. One-one pitch, fouled back to the screen. And Richardson ahead now, one and two. Richardson winds and delivers, called strike three, outside corner. 
One thing about it, you better take your bat off your shoulder with this fella behind the plate. If it's close, he's subject to ring you up. Second strikeout for Richardson and back to the top of the order. And the home plate umpire has some words for the third base coach for Montevallo. And it'd be more accurate to say they have words for each other. As Cottingham takes low for ball one. He popped out foul territory to the catcher his first time up. Takes up and away for ball two. Yeah, the home plate umpire stepping back and pointing down there at the head coach for Montevallo, letting him know to keep his arguments to himself. Ground to the third, backhand by Whaley. Plants throws wild, and it bounces away, but the runner is not going to advance. Well, he is going to advance. They're going to say that went into the dugout territory down there. And Cottingham goes down to second. It'll be an infield single and an error on Whaley that allows him to get to second. So he stands out there with one out. And Gallagher, the hitter. Pitch to Gallagher, fouled off the backstop. 0-1. Not a little uh, dust off the netting. Gallagher was the other strikeout victim for Richardson his last time up. Here's the 0-1, breaking ball and a good one. Caught the inside corner, and it's 0-2. That's got to be a slider. That's a sharp break on that yeah. pitch. Haven't seen a, what would be called a curveball yet. Comes back with the fastball, but Gallagher just got a piece of it, stayed alive. Riley Green a little upset with himself for not squeezing that. The 0-2 pitch hit back up the middle, and it's going to get into center field. They're going to wave Cottingham. Cofield's throw is going to be late and sail over the catcher. Gallagher will go down to second, and it's 4-3. to three. Somebody's got to step out and yell 2-2-2. Two, two, two. Throw that ball through the cutoff. Keep that guy from advancing to second there. Again, if a guy's halfway home, when you catch the ball in the outfield, unless you're Bo Jackson. And even then, on that play, there just was not going to be a play at the plate. No. Perfect throw, and it's not even close. So, you got to keep the runner from getting into scoring positions. Four to three. If it's if it's ten to nothing, that's different. So, a run across. Gallagher at second, one out. Posey, the hitter, takes a ball, and it's 1-0. Back up the middle again, and that's going to get through. 
Cofield will come up, not throwing this time as he can't field it cleanly. And another run scores, and we're tied. So Posey helps his cause with an RBI single. Brantley's got to do something to get them a little more off balance. They're, the ball's right back up the middle means their timing's right on. And that's two back-to-back that have went right by his feet. And really catching a lot of the play. That's, mm-hmm. Those are hittable pitches that are in the meat of the strike zone. He needs to start finding the edges of that strike zone a little bit more, especially where you're talking about the top of the order. That's the two, three hitters in the order. You expect those guys to be able to handle pitches like that, and they did. I mean, you're fortunate you're not playing home run hitting teams, uh, home run hitting team. Or, or those are balls that they drive to the fence, to the gaps. Um, So we're all tied, four to four. Still only one out in the inning. Posey at first. Ba up to the plate with a that two-run home run earlier. Pitch is up, and it's one and zero to Ba. The games that I've seen, Richardson pitch well he works the bottom of the strike zone yes and he has not been doing that consistently in this game he buries one there gets ball to chase and it's one and one good block up by green keep uh posy at first with one out ball certainly a double play candidate does not run well Perfect pitch there from Richardson. The slider paints the outside corner, and it's one and two. One-two pitch, fouled out of play. And we'll do it again. If he throws that slider again, same spot. He'll be in business. And maybe even a little bit lower, not even for a strike. Get him to chase it here with two. Swing and a miss. High fastball. And ball goes down for a big second out here in the third. That ball was above the hands in a good spot where he couldn't do something with it. Anybody out there watching, we're just chasing the darkness right now. So uh, bear with us as we switch. Runner goes, swing and a miss. Green fires down a second, but it won't be in time. As Posey steals it. Good pitch to steal on there. Breaking ball. So he's in scoring position with two outs. But a no-one count to Burdett. The DH who popped out to the catcher his last time. Here's the 0-1. Fastball just low. And it's one and one now to Burdett. Swung on, hit the third. Whaley has it. Sets his feet, makes a good throw across, and that's out number three. 
So the Tigers hold Montevallo to two runs in the third, and we will go to the top half of inning number four, all tied four to four. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the Car Clinic. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. 4 to 4, our score as we go to the top of the fourth inning. Henley coming to bat. The visiting team here in game number two per the AHSA playoff rules. Tim, do you know the, the pitch count rule? I vaguely know it. I don't know the specifics of the numbers, but I know that the the limits determine when you're allowed to pitch, how many days of rest you're allowed to have, or you have to have before you can come back and pitch. And then you have an uh, do you have something where you exceed it, then a, a limit basically in a game? Yes. And if because you exceed it, then you end up forfeiting. Yeah. I've, well, you lead me. You know the story, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> As Bickers hits one on the chop, back to the pitcher. Posey wastes no time, throwing him out. And that's out number one in the fourth. Yeah, go back a couple of years. Wadley and... Man, I forget who it was that they were playing. But it was a team that had that won the game. They, It wasn't a particularly close game. Eight to one or nine to one was the score. And... When the game ended, they had determined, I think it's 120 pitches is what you're allowed in any one day hard cap. Yeah. So anything over that, you can, you'll forfeit the ball game. And so Wadley had a pitch count. Every, you know, every coach in, in or each team has their designated pitch counter as Calhoun is behind 0-1. And so Wadley's count on this pitcher for the opposition. Hard hit ball to center. Cottingham, though, there in his tracks to make the catch for out number two. Calhoun hits the ball hard. He does. But going back to the story, Wadley had a, had a number that was over the limit, 120. Obviously, the other team did not have that same number. And what ended up happening between games is they went through and recounted every single pitch that was recorded in in, in the book or whatever. And it, it, it literally took over an hour in between games for them to determine that he was, in fact, over the pitch count. Wadley ended up winning the game on a forfeit before losing the next two games in the series. But just a very odd circumstance in a playoff game nonetheless. 
It's a called strike to Fetner, and he's behind in the count, 0-2. So those pitch counts can have a massive consequence if you don't keep them correctly. When I was playing, it was innings. So I might have thrown 200 sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) One and two to Fetner. Swings and pops it up. Shallow right. Dreyer is out there, and he makes the catch, and that's a quick one, two, three inning in the fourth. For Hanley, we'll go to the bottom half of inning number four, still tied four to four. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Alabama. This message presented by the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Safe Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Bottom half of inning number four. All tied, four to four, our score. Montevallo got two in the first, two in the third. Hanley, two in the second, and two in its half of the third, and that's where we stand as we go. To the bottom of the fourth, six, seven, eight spots in the order due up for Montevallo. And Holsenbeck fouls off the first pitch. He's behind in the count, 0-1. Hanley went 1-2-3 in the top of the fourth, the first 1-2-3 inning of of this game. Swing and a miss. He chased a bad one. And it's 0-2. Did you notice where those first two pitches were? Down. After he was fooled on that one, chased it off off the bounce. Why not go right back to it? Instead, the fastball. Tails wide, and it's one and two. Comes back with another fastball, and that one's fouled off. So we'll get another one-two count. Woodland leading it eight to one as another pitch is fouled off. Woodland leading eight to one against Central Haneyville in game number two up in Woodland. Bobcats well on their way to round two. The outcome of this one still very much in doubt. Four to four, our score. A one-two count. Now to Holsenbeck. Richardson delivers up and in. Turned him out of the way of it. And it's two and two. That one high and in again. Full count. 
made the point at the beginning of this at-bat, Lon, the two strikes that he got ahead with. Low in the zone. He's missed it high. Comes back in and serves up a base hit to right to Holson back. And that pitch was low, but it was right in the middle of the plate. And going to have a courtesy runner. Looks like 17. Johnson, who played left field in the first game, is going to go in and run for the catcher. And one thing that... Uh, not to get too coachy, but uh, Richardson's got to reach out a little bit more. He's got to. As he fires a strike there, low, low, and at the knees outside part of the plate, 0 and 1. But on those other pitches, he's kind of finishing a little bit high. And got him. Oh, close play back at first. Richardson wanted it, jumped up in the air. And just got a Richardson just got a warning um, from the home plate umpire. Johnson was leaning. The throw over caught him napping a little bit. Great pickoff move. Swung on and hit in the air to center. Cofield takes a step back, now comes in and makes the catch for out number one. On that pickoff, uh, Brantley kind of a little animated on the mound, jumped up and down a couple of times, wanting the call, and uh, home plate umpire, rightfully so, stepped out, pointed and gave him a warning. Um, part of the game. Throw over again. Johnson, if I'm not mistaken, has shortened up his lead. Yes, yes. <laughs> After... Almost getting picked off. And the, the first base umpire standing right on top of the bag. So Hard hit off the glove of Richardson. Daniel has to adjust to it. Scoops, throws, falling down, and makes the play. Nice play by Hayden Daniel to get the out. Tim, I've reached the age. If I did that right there, I wouldn't have got back up. <laughs> and I probably would have had a mouthful of dirt. <laughs> but nonetheless, a great play. By uh, Hayden uh, adjusting to the ball off the glove of Richardson and making a good throw. Yeah, and another hard hit ball back through the box. But, yeah, as you said, Richardson got his glove on it. Daniel adjusted and did what he had to do to get the throw to first. So two outs, a runner at second now. Pitch sails high, and it's 1-0. Johnson's got him a sizable lead at second. Come on, reach out there, Brantley. Come down on the ball. Odin at the plate. He struck out his first time. 1-0 is outside for ball two. Well, the pinpoint control hasn't been there for Richardson as far as being able to place the ball in the zone where he wants to, but he hasn't issued any walks, and that's to his credit. 
everything that they've gotten, they've earned. But he's behind in the count, 2-0 and oh, to the number nine hitter, Luke Oden. Delivers, bounces up, gets away from Green, but not far enough. Johnson stays put at second, but it's a 3-0 count now to Odin. Not quite sure. Yeah, I said it wasn't far. It was far enough for him to advance. He just didn't go. And if you don't read it right at, at first, though, you got to hold up. The umpire's right in front of him. Maybe that had, a, had something to do with it. There's ball four, four-pitch walk. And that is the first walk of the night for Richardson. And that brings us back to the top of the order with Cottingham. And Cottingham's had a few good cuts today. Um, hoping he doesn't find himself right here. He had a base hit his last time up. Big cut out in front of it. Tried to stop his swing. He was so far out in front. It's 0 1. The 0 1 pitch fouled off the end of the bat. Over towards the Hanley dugout, and it's 0 2. I say that, and he has the two worst swings <laughs> I've seen all day. Um, yeah, he does not look good on those two particular cuts. Which means Brantley's pitching him right. And he steps off. A huge lead out there. Nobody holding Johnson. As the middle infielders, Fetner at short, Daniel at second, playing it straight up. Swung on and fouled over our heads, backing out of play. Still 0-2 to Cottingham. It's much darker over there, Tim. You're not going to be able to see that. Well, I got the light shining right on it. It's, <laughs> you picked a good spot for the scorebook. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Richardson gets out of it. Nice job. He hasn't been his sharpest, but he's gotten the job done. Did so there. Strands two runners, and we'll go to the fifth inning. Still tied four to four. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
Top of the fifth inning, tie game, four to four is our score. Hanley will send the five, six, seven spots in the order. Richardson, Cottle, and Exum do up. Against Cody Posey, who got him one, two, three in the fourth. You don't want to let him get into a rhythm. Let's see if these Hanley batters can turn into base runners here in the fifth. Hanley one game, one, three to nothing, a win here. And the Tigers will move on to round two, a loss, and we'll play a third game. Tentatively scheduled for tomorrow, but the weather may have something to say about that, but we'll worry about that when we have to. Hopefully we don't. Richardson takes ball one. Swung on and hit hard. Solid single into left. A line drive base hit off the bat of Richardson. And his perfect day at the plate continues. Two for two with a walk. He scored a couple of runs. Richardson's been in the thick of it offensively. Let's see if Kyle can get him around. Pitch misses outside for ball one. Cottle having a good night as well. Singled in the second, walked in the third. Drove home a run with that single. So he's one for one officially with an RBI. Pitch is low for ball two. And Cottle looks like a guy that if he hit it hard, it would go about 450 feet. That's what I was just sitting here thinking. He's as strong built, as he is. Yeah. He hits a high chopper to third, throw to second to get the lead runner, but no throw back to first as Cottle reaches on the fielder's choice. He might have played a little offensive line in football, but he ain't slow. No, he's not. One of the faster players on the team. So no chance at uh, turning two on that high chopper. So Richardson erased. Cottle takes his place at first, and Exum is the hitter. Swung, checked his swing, and his fair ball down first. Cottle on his horse. He'll get around second. They're going to wave him around second, and he slams on the brakes. Wisely so as the throw came into first, but runners at second and third on the check swing double by Alan Exum. He didn't mean to, but he meant to. <laughs> he didn't mean to, but he meant to. I was watching Connor run. And, and Coach Craven, had he was he had the windmill going, but I think he made a wiser choice there to hold up. I, he might have been a sitting duck if he had tried to score. Well, Connor didn't. I don't think he thought there was a chance to score. He didn't round himself out quite enough, and so he kind of stumbled through third. And that probably made the decision right there for him. So second and third one out. The infield comes in now for Montevallos. They're going to try to cut off the run at home if they get a chance to do so. Whaley has swung at two high ones and come up empty both times. He's down in the count 0-2. Aggressive keep, approach for Whaley. Got to keep that backside still. You know he wants to drive these runs in, but he's chased a couple of high ones. 
Almost bit the breaking ball. No. Nope, that one was high again. Tried to get him to chase again. And he laid off. It's one and two. One-two pitch, bounces up there, bounces away. Cottle's going to come home and score, and Hanley leads it five to four. Exum will make his way to third on the play. And he did try to get him to chase one, a breaking ball in the dirt that Holsenbeck could not block, and it did not hit the cement part of that wall. It hit the net and just sort of died back there, and that allowed Cottle to come home. So five to four, Hanley leads it two and two. The count now to Whaley and a runner at third. Infield still in. The two-two pitch called strike three to Whaley outside corner at the knees. That's not a pitch you can look at with two strikes. And now it'll be up to Daniel with two outs if. Uh, Tigers are going to add to this lead. Exum down at third. The infield backs up. Daniel takes a called strike. 0-1 the count. Daniel's reached on an error, been hit by a pitch. Been on twice, pops it up. Infield. Carstensen is called for it out at short, and he puts it away. For out number three, but Hanley pushes a run across, reclaims the lead. We'll go to the bottom half of inning number five. Tigers lead at five to four. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount on your total purchase to those 55 or older with certain restrictions. WM Grocery with catering services offered at all locations. A bakery and a deli too. In the meat department every day, the pick five for just $19.99. A full-time butcher available for freshly cut meats at WM Grocery. Be sure to watch for the double deal of the week every day. Low prices from WM Grocery. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations and durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane with Dowie, Alabama. 5-4 our score. Hanley leading it by a run as we go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Montevallo will have the 2-3-4 spots in the order. Gallagher, Posey, and Baugh. First pitch swinging. Fouled out of play. It's 0-1 by Gallagher. I didn't say this the first game, but you know what I think of every time I hear his last name. Watermelons. No, the, vi- the video game, Gallagher. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Every time. You don't remember the comedian Gallagher? Uh, yeah, that's oh, yeah. what I thought of. Well, now that's what I'll be thinking of. Matt Knight and I were on the same page. <laughs> he said as soon as he typed it into the graphics, he thought about watermelons. Called strike to Gallagher, and it's one and two. That guy was famous for about 15 minutes in 1982. And for some reason, everybody remembers him. Yep. 
Pitch is up and away. It's two and two. Swung on, on the ground. Daniel slides, gets to his feet, makes the play. What a great play. Pumps his fist. A well-deserved fist bump by Hayden Daniel. He had a long way to go, slid to a knee, fielded it on the grass, and threw him out. And, and Coach uh, from Marta Valley going to have a conversation with first base umpire, but I do not imagine it's going to get much uh, headway. I guess he's going to ask for help from the home plate umpire if he came off the bag or not. But if I had to guess, I would say it's going to stick. Yeah. yeah, and that's the call. And I think really the only way they could change that is if somebody did see the foot come off. I thought it was pretty clear that he was out. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel I don't, like. Uh, I don't think he beat it. I don't think Calhoun. It didn't look like he pulled away at all. Mm -mm. So just a good stretch. An outstanding defensive play for out number one here in the fifth. And Posey takes low and away for ball one. Posey two for two, a couple of singles. He drove home a run back in the third. Big cut there, didn't get it, and it's one and one. You know, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that we do have a very motley crew up here in this box with us. Two Whaley's, <laughs> a Hodges, and a Cottle. <laughs> add that add that to a, a Hearst, a Knight, and an Altort. <laughs> there it is. Two and one to count. Yeah, we're having a good time up here. Pitch is low. It's three and one. Must have been low. Jimmy Robinson didn't say nothing. <laughs> three one pitch. Foul out of play. <laughs> and Richardson's battle back to make it full. Payoff pitch, going on and hit hard, tailing away from Cofield, and he's going to let it bounce. Wisely so. He may have had a chance to dive at that, but I don't think he was going to catch it either way. Played it on a hop for a solid single, and Posey is three for three. Yeah, you dive for that. You better have somebody running behind you. Yeah, that's just not worth the risk in a one-run game. No. You've given up a, a base. You don't want to give up three. So or one, four. That's right. Posey runs okay. Pitch to ball. Must have been high. One and oh. With Posey at first. One out here in the fifth. Big cut and a miss. It's one and one. Richardson has had to deal with base runners in every inning. Yeah, it has not been an easy night. Runner breaks but doesn't go. Scampers back to the bag. Ball takes a ball, and it's two and one.
Throw over. Posey dives back. He was doing a little dance over there. Drawing attention to himself. It's not much of a lead, though. Pitch. Call strike. Outside corner at the belt, and it's two and two. Two, foul tip. Green can't squeeze it. It might have caught a piece of his throwing hand. I believe it did. They gonna walk it off. The umpire gives him a little moment there. Dust the plate off. You know, I've noticed when we do Southern Union, because they're on that turf, they don't have to dust the plate off. I've seen an umpire <laughs> too do it just for the sake of. It's unusual, isn't it? I didn't think about that, but that's the truth. 2-2 pitch. High. You know, for some umpires, it's almost a habit. And that was more of just a courtesy for Green there, sort of time waster. But your point is is absolutely right. Southern Union has that turf home plate area that doesn't have any dirt. 3-2 pitch. Just missed. Low it in, and it's a walk to ball. Everybody on the Hanley side wanted that call. I don't know how you lay off that one. I won't speculate as to ball or strike, but I don't know how you lay off of it. And the home plate umpire has his mask off. Looks like there's going to be a change on the base paths. Yeah, this is a straight-up substitution. Ball, the first baseman, they can't do a courtesy runner for him. So, But it'll be Johnson again. Johnson will be the pinch runner here. I'm sure Ball will re-enter defensively as he's allowed to do one time. Yeah, I don't, I don't see Johnson staying in to play first base. But that's a, a pretty smart move, too. You've got the runner at first, which represents the go-ahead run. So anything in the gap, you want a fast man on base. And it looks like that's going to be the end of the line for Richardson. So a valiant effort on a night when Richardson, and he'll be the first to tell you didn't have his best stuff, but he leaves with a lead. And we'll take a break, come back, talk about the new pitcher right after this. Hey, folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna Zero Turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna Zero-Turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com 
So the new pitcher for Hanley is number 19, right-hander Blayton Mangrum. Mangrum comes in with a record of 2-1, 33 in the third innings worked so far this season, a 424 ERA. And he is tasked with getting out of a little bit of a jam here in the fifth. Runners first and second. One out. And the number five spot in the order, Burdett, due up. And just to round out the changes, Richardson will set, stay in the game to play third base. Whaley takes a seat. So, in essence, Mangrum comes into Whaley's spot. I would assume Whaley will return to hit when his spot in the lineup comes back. That would be my guess as to how they play it, but we'll see. Yeah, because you didn't have a DH in this. Well, you have a DH, yeah. but it's for, for the catcher. So Yeah, that's um, right. So Green's not hitting. Coddle's the DH. So the substitution right now is on the, on the lineup card is Mangrum for Whaley. But Whaley can re-enter, and that may be the way they play it. So we'll, we'll see when the, the bats come back up for Hanley. But the task at hand right now for Mangrum is to get out of this inning. And he'll face... Burdett, runners first and second and one out. First pitch, misses outside, it's 1-0. Burdett, 0 for 2, he's popped to the catcher and grounded to third. Well, grounded to third would come in handy right about now, wouldn't it? It would. 1-0 pitch. That catches the corner and it's 1-1. One Look back to second. Mangrum now comes home. Bounces up there. Green, good block. The runner's going to try to go. The throw down is not in time. He got in under it. A bang-bang play at third. And Posey slides in. Behind him, ball, not ball, that's Johnson. Goes down to second. Now both runners in scoring position. And a 2-1 count. To Burdett. Here's the pitch. Fouled straight back, and it's two and two. I'll tell you, Green did everything he could on that on that wild pitch. Mm -hmm. His technique was good. He got his body in front of it. But you really just can't control where that ball bounces once it hits you in the in the chest. He made a good strong throw, an accurate throw. It just wasn't in time. And now the 2-2 pitch. Swung on and poked foul, out of play. Defensive swing, he just threw the bat at the ball there and stayed alive. Strikeout right now would be good medicine for Hanley. And an update on Woodland, they're leading 12-1 at the end of the third. Swung on and hit in the air to center. Shallow, Cofield running. He makes a diving catch. The runner tags. The throw is going to come home. It will not be in time. It bounces away from Green. Now the runner, Johnson, advances to third. And we have a tie game. 
great effort by Cofield out there in center field. Great diving catch. Um, Got to appeal to third here just to I think you're right. Check Lord. and see. Um, uh, chances are you're not going to get the call. It doesn't happen too often unless it's really blatant. But step off. I'm going to have to. There you go. Don't miss it. Step on third. And the home plate umpire says signal safe. But you got to check it, especially on a diving play like that. And Like I said, if he didn't leave blatantly early, you're probably not getting the call. But nonetheless, tied up 5-5. Five to five. It yep. is not. Third. Swing and a miss. Yeah, the, the appeal is the right play there. You certainly have to check it, like Lon said. And it's it's hard to tell. I mean, it, it's there's so much going on in that play. Third, the home plate umpire has the tag. The Swung on and hit foul down third. That third base umpire has the catch call. So two outs, an 0-2 count, a runner at third, and once again a tie game. And Mangrum one strike away from getting out of the inning. Swung on and popped up. This should do it. Fetner has called for it on the grass at short and makes the catch. So good job by Mangrum coming in and getting the last two outs, but Montevallo scores a run in the process. We'll go to the sixth, all tied 5-5. Five to five. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. Once again, we have a tie game. 5 to 5 is our score. These two teams playing like their season is on the line. For Montevallo, it is. Hanley has a game to play with, but they don't want to play with it. They want to win right now. And they'll have the top of the order coming up in the top of the sixth inning. Cofield, Bickers, and Calhoun. And Tim, Randolph County update. They lost nine to six in game one. No update yet on game two. So we'll keep you updated if we do get anything on that. I know Randolph County was actually leading that first game five to nothing early on. Mm. And they had that one flipped on them. Over at Luverne. Cofield swinging at the first pitch, fouls it out of play. It's 0 and 1. I wonder who we got down there keeping us updated. Well, I asked Coach Prestridge. Oh, did you? I don't know who else is getting updates, but that's who I got mine from earlier. Coach Pat Prestridge, he's there. He's not the head coach anymore. Brady Phillips 
taking that job. Swing and a miss. Big cut at a high one. Cofield's behind 0-2. That was a breaking ball that didn't break that fooled him. <laughs> he thought it was going to come down in there, and it didn't. It looks so hittable. You just can't lay off. And the 0-2 pitch from Posey outside. Kind of an oversell there by Holsenbeck trying to frame it. He pulled it back <laughs> about a foot. <laughs> he was set up a foot outside. <laughs> yeah. So one and two now to Cofield. That one bounces up there outside. Two and two. Cofield 0 for 2. With a walk, he's reached on a fielder's choice as well. Takes high. Good discipline there by Cofield. That one was up and in. And it's a full count now. Always good to get that leadoff man on. See if Cofield can accomplish it here. Three and two. Takes low and away ball four. <laughs> Held my breath on that one a that's moment. A, that's one of those pitches that has gone either way. It goes Cofield's way in that one, and the leadoff man is on, and we're going to get a visit to the mound. Coach Benefield going to come out. Check on Posey. Posey, after that... Uh, one of those pitches kind of looked over in the dugout. I don't know if he was looking over to say I'm tired or I didn't like the call. or. <laughs> and you wonder what the pitch count is here. That may be a part of the, the visit as well. That'd be one of the harder things for me if I was still coaching that pitch count thing. If I got a guy grooving and he's at 118 in the seventh inning, I'm – yeah, it's, it's In a one-run game, I'd be like, eh. And the other thing that comes into play is if they don't play tomorrow, you have that extra day off. Mm -hmm. You have an extra day's rest. And so if he's at a limit, I don't know exactly what the number is, but say it's 75. 75. Yeah. You know, if he's at 73 right now, he thinks you may want to use him in game three. I don't know if that has anything to do with what they're talking about, but it's a consideration strategically in a situation like this. And, and now the coach is having a conversation with home plate umpire. I think they're talking balls and strikes. I don't know. He's, he, uh, he points uh, him back into the dugout. I think another one. Uh, 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 I can't believe I can't believe he's letting him go that long. Well, it's a playoff game. I think the umpire showed some good discipline there. Obviously, the coaches had some pinup pin frustration. He let him get it in. Understands the situation. You don't want to throw a coach out in a game of this magnitude. Could be the last game of the season for these guys. He might have wanted to get thrown out, Tim. <laughs> I think he did. He was trying. He certainly didn't hold back from, from what we were looking at. Pitch to Bickers has popped up. Shallow right. Second baseman comes over and almost overruns it but makes the catch. Falling on his back. Bickers is out. Cofield has to stay at first. Second baseman grew about two inches to catch that one. <laughs> I don't know how he fell back into it, but he did. Of course, if you're the coach and you want to get thrown out, you got to tell the umpire sometimes, hey, man, I'm trying to get thrown out. Yeah, yeah you can sidle up to him and say, hey, you know, throw me out of this game. 
And I'm not saying he really wanted to get thrown out, but he was he was pushing it. So one out now, runner at first is Cofield. He's on the move. The pitch is outside. The throw is going to be late. Cofield dives in with a stolen base. Ball looked like it got stuck in his glo- in the catcher's glove. Yeah, he had a little double clutch there. No chance to get Cofield after that. Cofield got a good jump. He runs well. And Calhoun now in a 1-0 count. Hit the ball hard all day. Stick another one. And your RBI leader for these Hanley Tigers coming into the afternoon. Almost hit him. That ball went around him, didn't it? <laughs> it threw him. 2-0 to Calhoun. As good as he swings the bat, though, I really don't want him to get hit by a pitch. Yeah, that's a that's a loss. Bounces away from the catcher again. Cofield slides into third. And that didn't look like that bad of a pitch. No. Holsenbeck just wasn't able to squeeze it. Got under his glove and now the infield comes in again with one out and runner at third in the tie game. Advantage Calhoun with the infield in. Time's called. And they're going to put him on. Well, they know what we know. Yeah. He's been swinging a good bat. And it also sets up the double play and allows the middle infielders to back up. They can play middle. Mid-level, double play depth. And of course, Ty Fettner at the plate, not a slow runner. But Calhoun, not especially fast. No. The stolen base here, not a, not a given if they decide to play it that way. So first and third, one out. Fettner at the plate, the fake to third, throw to first, try to see if they could get him going. Calhoun stays put. Well, you got to have some play on. If you backed up for the double play, you certainly don't want to just give him second. Swung on, hit back up the middle. This might be two. It's off the glove. A run comes home. They're going to throw behind the runner at second. He dives back. Nobody there. To... A hard hit ball off the bat of Fettner. Looked for sure like it could have been a double play. But Odin couldn't handle it, and a run comes home. Hanley leads it six to five. As a pitcher, you got exactly what you wanted right there. I mean, that was tailor-made double play ball. I mean, and I think Odin got ahead of himself. He knew it. He just didn't take step one and field the ball. But Hanley will take it. Six to five is the lead for the Tigers. And the inning continues to be a troublesome one for Montevallo as the Tigers are at first and second. Still only one out. Calhoun at second, Fetner at first, Richardson at the plate in a 1-0 count. Pitch, grounded foul. You know, Tim, that was one of the best things about going to college and pitching is when you got that, when you made that pitch and got what you wanted, it usually resulted in what you wanted it to result in. High school, it's not quite the same. You don't have college players standing behind you. 
yeah, it's <laughs> it's different, and it's a you know it's a high pressure situation. You got a kid that probably hasn't had that many opportunities out there. Swing and a miss, big cut by Richardson. And under these circumstances, I think really for both sides, no play is automatic. No. So one and two to Richardson. Runners get their leads. The pitch is low for ball two. Richardson having a good night at the plate. A double, a single, a walk, two runs scored. Here's the 2-2. Swung on and hit down the third baseline and foul. Well, that's where he hit that double. Way back in the second inning. Two balls, two strikes to Brantley Richardson. Hanley's got a run across. Here in the sixth, they lead it six to five, looking to add to it. Richardson chops it foul again. Wasted an out pitch there. Posey tried to bury the breaking ball low and away. And Richardson got a piece of it. So we'll get another 2-2 pitch. Here it comes. Swing and a miss. He chased a high fastball. Mad at himself. Excellent pitch up and in. I don't think that's a pitch used enough. Yeah, you, you take advantage of an aggressive hitter there, too. Yeah. You know Richardson's trying to do something to drive these runs home. You get a pitch up in his eyes, and he can't lay off of it. So it's up to Cottle to add to this lead. He checks a swing. They appeal it, and they say he did not go. So it's 1-0 to Cottle. I'll take it. Yeah, I thought he could have. I thought, the I, I thought he could have swung at that one for sure. Nonetheless, he's got the advantage of one up. There's the pitch. There's a called strike outside corner. It's one and one. <laughs> I hope y'all can hear through our crowd, Mike. Someone told the umpire about his vision. Swing and a miss. Cottle was fooled on the breaking ball, and it's one and two. That might be J-Rock down there. Is that J-Rock? J-Rock is down there, yes. And J-Rock's known to tell people stuff. <laughs> one and two to Cottle. The pitch swung on and fouled out of play. Well, the way these teams have gone back and forth, the biggest lead in this game has been two runs by both teams have held that size advantage. 2-0, Yep. And it's you just if somebody can break through, if Cottle can get something into the outfield here, get them a couple more across. 
finally seen that momentum swing. Swung on and hit hard to left, but foul. Nobody's going to get to it, and it'll stay one and two. He was out in front. Off the end of the bat. Yeah, got it off the end of the bat. The swing looked better than the ball going. <laughs> he can barrel that up. They can send it a long ways. So another one-two pitch coming to Cottle. Here it is, outside, ball two. Well, one thing that changes the result of that pitch is, is, is driving it to right center. You can barrel it up, and you can hit it a long ways. Here's the 2-2. Two -two. Low and away, the runners go. They throw down a third, and it bounces away. Calhoun's going to try to come home, and he's going to score. Hanley forces the action on the base pass, and it pays off with a run. Seven to five. Good decision by the coaching staff there to, to send the runners and, and, like you said, put some pressure on the, on the defense. A little bit of a, a surprise. I don't think anybody was expecting that. 2-2 two -two with two outs. They both broke, so there was obviously a signal on. And it pays off in a big way as Cottle stays alive again, fouls it back. Well, you know they're running on 3-2. And there's no action's going to happen, you know. So you're not, you don't get the result that you got by trying to go right there. But you're right. I don't think anybody expected it. 3-2 now to Cottle. Hits it hard into left. And it's going to be caught out there, a hard-hit ball. But right at Thompson, who makes the catch. But Hanley makes the most of its opportunity, scores two runs, and we go to the bottom of the sixth. The Tigers lead at 7-5. to five. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you paying, we spraying. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the car clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the car clinic. It's been a trying year for parents. They've been confronted with countless challenges and have always risen to the occasion. If it isn't too much to ask, the 140,000 high school student athletes in Alabama have one last request. Please, set an example. Disorderly fan conduct at high school athletic events is on the rise. It increasingly involves parents. There's no question that parents are passionate. There's no question they care about their children. But at a time when we're all wound a little more tightly than usual, it's worth remembering this about Alabama high school sports. Always be a good example. Stop unruly fan behavior before it starts. This message presented by the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Bottom of the sixth inning, Hanley leads it seven to five. And Mangrum back out there for 
his second inning of work. He faces Thompson, I believe. Seven, eight, nine. Thompson leading it off. Castenston, Carstenson. There's a lot of syllables in that name. Carstenson and Odin do up here in the sixth. Swung on and hit on a hop to Richardson who throws across for out number one in the sixth. What you got to do when you come into the game, throw strikes, let them put the ball in play. Especially down in the order. You're not expecting anybody to hit it 500 feet off of you. Here is Carstensen, the shortstop. With one out, nobody on. Bounces up there. It's 1-0. and And it is still Richardson at third. The number eight spot in the lineup has not come around yet, so we still don't know how Hanley's going to handle that. We'll find out in the next half inning. But for now, it's Mangrum. Swung on and hit a ton in the air. High and deep, but foul and out of play. What'd you say, Lon? Hmm? <laughs> He's not going to hit it a long way? <laughs> it wasn't that long. 13 fly ball if it's in fair territory. One and one now. Swing and a miss at the breaking ball, and it's one and two. Good, Good pitch. pitch. Yeah. Ingram. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting here calling it as he threw it. Now back back up and in. Here's the one two. Just like yep. he called it, Lonnie popped it up. Daniel has called for it and makes the catch. Two up, two down in the sixth. It's almost like I used to pitch. Almost. Almost. I like to see it. And he hit the spot. Well, that's what I was going to say. You can you can have your designs on how you want to do it, but the execution of it was, was excellent there by Mangrum. So two outs, nobody on, and Hanley one out away from the first one, two, three inning of the ball game. Odin had a ball for the umpire in his back pocket, and he got in the box and was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> that could have been all kinds of problems if he got on base. <laughs> he could just throw that ball out there. <laughs> brings new meaning to the hidden ball. <laughs> <laughs> the base runner doesn't normally have the hidden ball, does he? <laughs> I don't know how that works in his favor, but I guess <laughs> – Oh, 1-0. Pitch is high and away. It's 2-0. I guess if the other ball gets hit, you throw that one into the mix. and <laughs> Just cause mass confusion. <laughs> 2-0 pitch. Caught, catches the corner. It's 2-1. Odin has worked a walk in two plate appearances. He's also struck out. Here's the 2-1. Over but low. It's 3-1. Kind of surprised not to see him try to lay one down the third baseline. Either baseline, to be honest with you. Yeah. With both Calhoun and Richardson playing deep at the corners. Doesn't matter. He works another walk. And he's at first with two outs. 
And Cottingham coming up. Don't, uh, we struggle a little bit pitching to the left-handed batter. Yeah, that's that's definitely a thing. That's it's changes your perception of what's going on at home plate. And if you're in a rhythm to righties, you see that lefty and it could get in your head a little bit. Pitch to Cottingham, fast strike. Well, you got to learn how to, especially if you don't have a fastball with great tail action. You got to learn how to pitch with a ball working back to a batter, which is harder to do. He gets ahead of Cottingham. It's 0-1. Same spot, 0-2. And Woodland did go on to win game two, 13-1. They'll be playing Sweetwater next week down there. At Sweetwater, that's right. Shout out to Kyle Richardson who's over there and listening to us. Oh, strike three. He went there three times in a row. Cottingham never got the bat off his shoulders. And Hanley will bat in the seventh, leading at seven to five when we come back. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. And we go to the seventh. Hanley leading at seven to five. They come to bat in the top of the inning. And it'll be the bottom of the order, seven, eight, nine. Do up Exum. And I'm looking on deck. I think that is Mangrum who's on deck. So he'll hit for Whaley. It'll be Exum, Mangrum, and Daniel due up to try to add to this 7-5 lead. Posey's still in there. Exum takes wide for ball one. Exum's had a good day. Two for three. He had a two-run single back in the third. Reached on a double in the fifth. Swings and tips it into the mitt to even the count at one and one. One-one pitch on the corner, one and two. Tim, we talked about it a little bit in the first game, but uh... one-two called strike three. Exum gave a look. Didn't like the call. Um, 
But that's out number one here in the seventh. Just covering, since we're talking to high school folks and everything, come around for the fall, uh, Hanley will have seven home games because of the resolution that was passed. And um, those that canceled away games with COVID will have to go away again. Yeah, Jacksonville and Aniston in particular will come to Roanoke. And that was a rule that was written by, by the Hanley administration specifically to rectify some of the wrongs from last season. Swing and a miss by Mangrum, who fouled off the first pitch, so he's down in the count 0-2. we got to try to build the coffers up back up a little bit. Well, they'll split the gates, but the, the advantages of the concessions, the parking, every, everything yeah. else that goes into generating revenue for a football program. And, and it's a definite win, not only for Hanley, but for several other schools throughout the state that I'm sure went through the same thing. That's and it's only fair. You shouldn't have to travel if a team took away a home game from you. Doesn't matter what the reason is. You didn't. You didn't ask them to forfeit. Mm. They they made that decision. Again, no matter what the reason, COVID, whatever they decided. Well, and in a, in a non-COVID year too, you have a contract, and they have to pay you if right. they want to cancel. That's right. Um, and that didn't exist this year, so you got to cancel free of charge. But now the, the bill has come due for those teams. Chopped out to second. Play is made. They throw over the ball in time for out number two. Odin up to the task at second base for Montevallo. Smart decision by Posey there not to try to make a play on that ball. Uh, your instincts to reach out and Try to do something with it. So Mangrum grounds out. And Daniel will be the hitter with two outs and nobody on in the seventh. Takes a called strike. 0 and 1 to Daniel. Who's 0 for 2. He's been on base twice, reached on an air, was hit by a pitch. Swings at a bad one there. And it's 0 and 2. If his daddy was listening, I'd pick on his daddy and say, look like his daddy swinging there. And Daniel has made some very good plays defensively yes, as well. Man. Takes outside, which is hard to do in this game. <laughs> <laughs> one and two <laughs> to Daniel. That one painted the large corner. Here's the one-two pitch. Swung on and hit hard out towards second. Odin went one way and then had to go back the other, and he couldn't get to it. For some reason, off the bat, he broke to his right. Yeah, I'm not sure where he was going. The, the throw gets away, and Daniel's going to go down to second. A little sloppy play there defensively. Odin takes his hat off, disgusted with himself. Not only did he not make a what looked like a routine play, but he botched the throw back to the pitcher. It went over into foul territory on the third baseline, and Daniel alertly goes down to second. Two errors on the play. Going to have a visit from the coach. I think he's taking the ball from him. Yep. And we're going to get a new pitcher. That number one looks like number one, Kemp Swords. Kim Swords, an eighth grader. Yeah, eighth grader, yeah. 
gonna come on in a pressure situation. He must be something. <laughs> Two outs, a runner at second, Swords is the man. And we're talking about, you know, while we have it, we'll just keep it right here while Swords loosens up. Thinking about Hanley playoff-wise, obviously this game is not over. They still have to get a three outs and close this thing out. But if it holds the way it is, Hanley moves on to the second round. Familiar territory for, Han for the Hanley Tigers. Getting beyond the second round, something Hanley has never done. <laughs> and I know it's sort of in the mind of Tyler Hall as a head coach. He is fully aware of that. It's something that the program has often set a goal of doing. Um, you know, we don't know who the second round opponent will be. We don't even know if Hanley will be there at this point. But I know that making it to the second round, yes, it's an accomplishment. But this program is is hit its head on that ceiling many times, and I know that they want to make it further than that this year. And they've hit their head on it with some very, very good baseball teams. <laughs> yes, they um, have. Just befuddling sometimes how it's happened. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a man on the field today that was a part of one of those teams, Taylor Craven, the coach, third base coach down at, fir at third. Uh, I was telling somebody about it. That team, I believe it was 2000. 15 or 16. Yeah, 15. By my count, if I'm right, there were seven players that went on to play mm -hmm. Division One baseball yep. off that team. They lost to an Oak Grove team that had played 500 baseball all season. A team that Hanley, Hanley had lost twice all season going into that series, lost two times in the same day. It was just one of the most bizarre endings to one of the best baseball teams that have ever come through this county. I mean, it was just, you, you just, you can't, there, there's no way to figure out how something like that happens. Yeah, well, I mean, take, you go on up to the major leagues and you take teams like the Red Sox that go how many years without a World Series. I mean, it's just, sometimes it's, it's just in your head. Yeah. Whether you realize it or not, it's in your head. And you just fold when you shouldn't. Well, Hanley wants to get to the second round. First things first, Evan Cofield at the plate. Swords has completed his warm-up tosses. Daniel down at second. He reached on an error, got to second on an error. Russ Hodges pulled his billfold out, so everybody get the hand ready. <laughs> Pitch. Bounces. Daniel's going to take off. No throw will be made, and he's a third. I'll tell you what. I played varsity in eighth grade, and I don't remember us making the playoffs, but, man, what a position to be put in as an eighth grader. Yeah, this is a big spot. Grounded to the right side. Ball dives. Everybody can't dives. They can't get it, and a run is home. An infield single for Cofield and a two-out RBI, and Hanley leads it 8-5. to five. 
Ball dove. I think he deflected it. Odin had to slide and try to change direction to get his glove on it. He couldn't do it. And Hayden Daniel with the aggressive base running turns it into a run. Hanley leads it by three. And Connor Bickers is at the plate. Cofield runs. Bickers pops it up. Foul territory. It's going to get out of play. But I'll say this, too, probably not a bad decision by the Montevallo coach. Uh, First game, slower pitcher. We did not really uh, square him up at all. And that, you know, Cofield didn't hit the ball hard. No, he did not. He just hit it in a really good spot. So Sword's not really to blame for that one. He got the ground ball that could have ended the inning. Throws over to first and chases Cofield back. Vickers in an 0-1 count. There goes Cofield. It hits Vickers in the helmet. That's why you wear the hard hat, fellas. So the two-out trouble continues. Vickers down to first. Cofield to second. And Calhoun at the plate. Runners get their leads. A pitch to Calhoun swinging. At the first pitch, it's fouled off and it's 0-1. Y'all want to know an easy way to lose money? Give it to a (laughs) six-year-old. Runners runners go, and the throw down is not in time to third. Cofield steals it. Bickers follows suit, goes down to second. Calhoun took the pitch for a ball. It's one and one, and a base hit could Put Hanley in a very comfortable position right now. Swing and a miss. He chased a bad ball. It was a two-strike swing with one strike. For Calhoun, it was just fooled, I think, really. But one and two is the count. Here's the pitch. Swung on and... Hit off his fist in the shallow left, and it's going to get down for a base hit. Two runs are going to score, and Calhoun comes through, and Henley leads it 10-5. to five. Wasn't hard to hit, but it was well placed. The softest hit ball of the night maybe for Garrett Calhoun, yeah. but a two-run single. And the lead is five runs for the Tigers in the seventh. The eighth grader jammed him but he fought it off and got it into the outfield. Cofield and Bickers come home. Fettner at the plate. He swings at the first pitch and hits it a mile in the air. Shallow left. Posey over at third, I think, is the one that makes the catch. And that will end the inning, but with two outs, Hanley adds 
Three more runs to its lead. We go to the bottom of the seventh inning. The Tigers three outs away, leading at 10 to 5. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. The all-new WM Grocery app for your smart device. The app is available in the App Store or Google Play. Download it today and save. You can view the weekly ad right on the app, make your shopping list, and earn points towards future store savings on the WM Grocery app. Also included are the deals of the week for even more savings. WM Grocery, locations in Wadawi, Roanoke, Heflin, and Piedmont. Make shopping easy with the all-new WM Grocery app from WM Grocery. Bottom of the seventh inning, Hanley three outs away from a sweep in round one. They lead it 10 to five. Mangrum still on the mound. He's in charge of getting those last three outs. Hanley in a little more comfortable position here in the seventh. They put three runs across in the top half of the inning, all with two outs. And the Tigers looking to punch their ticket for round two here in these class 4A playoffs. They'll have to deal with the two, three, four spots in the order. Order Gallagher, Posey, and Ball due up against Mangrum. Most productive part of their order. It has been. First pitch called strike. Outside corner, Mangrum paints it. It's 0 one pitch, outside and low, ball one. And if Hanley does go on to win this game, it won't show up in the box score as much or you won't read about it in the Randolph leader, but Hayden Daniel has been a big part of this ball game. You, you can write it into the Randolph leader, Tim. What are you talking about? Tim says it won't be in the Randolph leader. I didn't say it won't be. I said you may not. Swing and a miss. Strike two. It's two and two. You don't you don't want to give the lead away. To Gallagher. You gotta buy it to see if I'm it trying made to it. talk good about Hayden Daniel, y'all. <laughs> Bounces away. But yeah, I mean, think about all that he's done even going back to the last half inning. He reaches on an error. Alertly goes down to second when the ball gets away. Moves over to third on a ball that doesn't get that far away from the catcher. And then comes home on the base hit. So, I mean, he's he sort of generated that run all by himself. He's been outstanding defensively. Swung on and hit in the air to right. Exum moves a little bit to his right and makes the catch for out number one in the seventh. And Posey will be the batter with one out and nobody on. Yeah, I'll have to find a way to get Hayden Daniel into that into that story. That one was up and in. One and zero to Posey. 
one is low and away. 2-0. Oh. You could do a front page story. Get his picture. Well, he had a great. we had a great picture of Hayden earlier in the season where he was sliding into home. That one pops off the mid of green. 3-0. You know, speaking of that ball popping off his mitt, uh, I don't know how many 14-inning days he's had. Yeah, green green behind the plate has caught every pitch in this doubleheader. Taken low, I guess, for ball four. Yeah, that's one of the things we talk about over at Southern Union, softball and baseball, is having two catchers you can depend on, but not having to put somebody back there for 14 straight innings. It's tiring. I don't care how good a shape you're in. Standing up, sitting down, throwing the ball back as many times as the pitcher throws it. Yeah, you're you're doing a lot of work. It's offset a little bit for him, I think, because he doesn't bat. Yeah, he gets to rest. So he's not... There's a call strike on the inside corner to ball, 0-1. So when his mates are hitting, he gets to catch his breath, but still another sort of unsung hero for this Hanley squad. Popped up, shallow center. Daniel and Fetner are there. Fetner calls for it on the dirt of the infield, and that's two outs in the seventh. Mangrum's done an excellent job since he's come in, throwing a lot of strikes. I know he walked Posey, but even all those pitches were close around the zone. That's it right. Wasn't, it wasn't wild. Could have been called. So two outs in the seventh. Hanley and out away from moving on to round two. Mangrum delivers. Check the swing. They appeal it. He didn't go. <laughs> And Burdett in a 1-0 count. Burdett 0 for 2 officially did have a sacrifice fly. It was that diving catch out in center field by Cofield. Swing and a miss. And that'll even the count at 1-1. And this big Hanley crowd ready to celebrate with its Tigers. Two strikes away now. Time called at the plate by Burdett. Mangrum comes set. Here's the 1-1, popped up, foul territory. Green gives it a look, but it gets up in here, good Lord. Like to took Tim out. Like to took him out. I, I, you don't even think that's possible. How does? Well, I you asked couldn't him. do that in a. You could throw a hundred baseball, a thousand baseballs, and never be able to do what just happened. That ball bounced off the cement of the seating area and right into our press box. Kerry Whaley said he's been sitting up here six years. That's the first one that's ever come in here. <laughs> Low and away. I asked him at the beginning of the game on a foul ball that kind of come over the net. I said, how many times has the ball come in here? Never. <laughs> and I, I'm surprised it didn't hit anything. It was well placed. Anyway, two balls, two strikes. If it would have got you, Tim, I would have had to laugh harder. 
Swung on and by Burdett, fouled off. He stays alive. Now we got the ball. Rush, you could throw it down there and get somebody if you. Two balls, two strikes. Two outs in the seventh. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike three, and Haley wins it. The dugout explodes. Haley runs out onto the field to celebrate, and the Tigers will advance to round two. Ten to five, our final score in game number two. We'll take a break, come back, and wrap things up from Hanley right after this. Hey, folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. The Hanley Tigers, a 10-5 winner in game number two. They sweep the first round's playoff series against Montevallo, two games to none. Hanley won three to nothing in the first game behind a shutout performance by Jordan Whaley. They win game two in a game that was Closely contested, a two-run ball game throughout until the very end when Hanley broke it open. And the Tigers move on. They will travel in round two, if I'm not mistaken, yes. against the winner of the Jackson and Strawn uh, series on the other side of the bracket. So we don't know anything about those scores. We'll leave that to be could discovered play, another day. But Could play Thursday, could play Friday. Just have to um, – have to see how it goes, but uh, stay tuned with iSchool Sports. Check our Facebook page. Uh, we got Southern Union stuff coming up. Uh, we've got uh, softball coming up soon with region play. Uh, more baseball, high school baseball uh, coverage should happen. And so just uh, be sure and tune in to the Facebook page. That's where we put everything. And uh, we want you to tune in and support other schools and um just uh, enjoy baseball and enjoy softball in this time of year. Woodland, Bobcats also moving on to round two. So there is talk. We haven't made any definite plans, but it, there, we are discussing here at iSchool Sports, covering the, the two second-round series that we know of. We're not sure about Randolph County's situation, except that they lost the first game. If they win, they'll be at home. So a lot of possibilities next week for the second round. As Lon said, check out the iSchool Sports Network Facebook page. We'll have all the updates there for any upcoming broadcasts that we'll have. Thank you for watching, listening from wherever you are. Celebrate tonight. The Hanley Tigers victorious in two games, three to nothing, ten to five. Tigers move on to round two for Lon Hurst and Matt Knight. I'm Tim Altork. Thanks for watching and watching and listening, everybody. Have a good night. <laughs>